What's up, oh, Scott? Sam, we're back with another Nerd Cyclopedia. Another one. Man, I mean, they keep asking for the, I mean, you know, or how, the, we talking about they, like who is it, like the, the two, three, four, five, six people we got listening. The Encyclopedia is brought to you by Boredom and listeners like you. <laughs> and listeners like <laughs> you. We appreciate you so much. Oh, man. Oh, man, just living the nerd life. Summer's over. It's time to get into uh, TV season, which is exciting. Yeah, well, sometimes I feel like TV season is an all-year-round thing now, mm. you know. But um, in the traditional sense of the word, yeah, it is like TV season. Fall season right. is here. Um, temperatures are going down, which means you're staying inside a little bit mm-hmm. more, which means that, you, I guess, you're watching a little bit more TV than you Right, know, right, just a little bit. I mean, all the TV there is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's what, I'm a TV, I'm a TV nerd. You know, that's just who I am. Uh, it sort of is uh, is what it is. Uh, as they say. It's, a, uh, it's a lot of good stuff on TV. There is, and we're going to talk about some of it. Uh, by average, is 126th of it uh, today. Okay. <laughs> so that's what we'll be doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, I'm pretty excited about something that's coming up. I mean, it actually is in the vein of what letter we're about to get into mm. today, which is the letter L. All right. Love that effect letter. Just, oh, makes my spine tingle every time. Love it. It's a favorite. Oh, I love it. Can't get enough. Makes 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 the hairs rise. Off. I mean, I, you know, it's not good. Okay, all right. You know, that's that's not. It's all right. All right. All right. All right. The letter well, L, guys. Before we get into that, first of all, I'm Scott. Okay. You can find me uh, online. My uh, Twitter is uh, Steel City Hitch H I T C H. And I'm going to do this for the first time. You can find me on Twitch, the uh, video game watching platform. Uh, yes. I am on there as SC Hitch, S-C-H-I-T-C-H. I stream a lot of retro video games and uh, currently uh, 73rd place in the world in Mega Man 2, which I'm super proud of. Woo! Oh, and if you think that with the M's, we're not going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man, Mega Man. That's some old school classics right there. And I'm Sam, and I'm slowly getting into the 21st century. Don't have a Twitter account yet. But you can still tweet us at NerdCyclopedia.com and go to the NerdCyclopedia. What? Hold up. At NerdCyclopedia yes. on Twitter. Um, NerdCyclopedia.com for, you know, our website. And also NerdCyclopedia Podcast um, at Gmail if you want to email us. Right? I think again, right? Yeah, that's right. right. Okay, all right. So you want to start off with some feedback? Yeah, let's start off with some feedback. Well, we got we got, uh, we got us an email. I'll just I'll just read it. You can feel free to react right. to this. Dear Nerd okay. Cyclopedia. Hashtag hate Sam. I, hashtag no. I first hashtag knew. hate Scott. Woo! Second hashtag hate Sam. One this week. <laughs> hashtag hate Scott. Hashtag. I think it says oh. both. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was not a flop. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> Despite the media and so many people who didn't even bother watching it proclaiming this to be true. So it must be true. Uh, which isn't a sentence I... That structure is not great, but I think he's saying he likes Spider-Man 2. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. He said it was actually okay. the greatest Spider-Man movie ever made. They captured the Whoa. modern Spider-Man perfectly. Spider-Man is sharp and witty Whoa. and always running his mouth. The pacing and action scenes were perfect. He says, perfect. They covered a very heart-wrenching plot line with the death of Gwen Stacy. And the actors that played Peter and Gwen had a great chemistry on screen. He says, uh, Raimi's films, so the original ones, they were, while good for their time, which was the late 90s, early 2000s, it was a very confusing time for a lot of people that were teenagers then, uh, (laughs) were based on a classic era Spider-Man from the 60s. They were corny, and and this is him. He says, I've never been a fan of classic Spider-Man. Uh, many people, unbiased by the mass media pronouncements, agree with me. Here are the actual box office numbers. Domestic, 202 million. Uh, I'm not going to get into the others. And then foreign, $506 million. So the worldwide take was 708, uh, which is pretty good. Apparently it did well worldwide, as well as many superhero movies being proclaimed to be smash successes. Currently he has it in his top three superhero movies, 
along with Deadpool and the Dark Knight. That's one, two, three. If I, I'm guessing Deadpool's one for this guy. And then followed fourth by the Avengers, I'm guessing the first Avengers. Oh, he doesn't say. Signed, uh, the Iceman. And another hate Scott, hate Sam hashtag. Double header. So that's all a disagree right. with us. Well, thank you. First of all, I want to say every man is t- entitled to his own opinion. So um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always a um, you know good thing that we do have that listener yeah. feedback telling us what we yeah. should know. We don't know right. everything. I think I've said that once or don't. twice when I got caught. But, uh, you know, I mean, I'll tell you this. I, I guess my only retort would be, I guess that's why there was an Amazing Spider-Man 3. <laughs> that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> oh, man. Because it was wow. that big a success. Well, okay, if the definition of flop or not, not a flop is how much money it, ma- it made, eh. You know, I guess, you know, you have us there. But the general consensus is, um, or at least among the nerd, you know, at least what I generalize are, you know, our nerd kingdom or nerdum, is that the movie, the, while the Spider-Man was great, uh, what what is his name? Um, uh, Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield. Um, he played a good Peter Parker and a good Spider-Man, you know, talkative and everything, what you were, um, come to know from you know an amazing spider-man gwen stacy was actually good i like gwen stacy everything else was a rehash of what the first three movies already or they ran through material that the first three movies pretty much already been through the um the second spider-man it it was just it was just probably something to put out to keep the brand going and to you know to keep sony right. making from having to um send the rights back so to marvel done. and anytime you yeah really Anytime you do that, then, I mean, it's bound to be some issues and problems. But, like I said, to each his own, um, it was a a nice-looking Spider-Man. Like I said, Andrew Garfield did good and Gwen Stacy did good. But I I can't say I I, I really – I just feel like, you know, the whole whole design of Electro is just so poorly conceived. It's it's hard for me to even uh, – take it seriously on its own terms to be quite frank so you know i'm, I'm loath to do that basically uh it's just not something i'm i'm willing i'm willing to do in a in a day and time where um companies such as marvel studios mainly knows that knows how to handle their properties um it when spider-man that was the second spider-man came out it was really a uh very big disappointment to see that Sony didn't really know how to handle that character after they had it for all. Right. I mean, it, it was, it, I guess my point is that Jamie Foxx's Electro was still a waste and I, waste. I, just a waste. There's no other way to put it. And that's all there is to say. I mean, really, that's all I, that's all I got. It was a waste. <laughs> and you've got a guy who's won an Oscar and who's already done the movie stealth, by the way, at this point in his career. Yes. So he's already right. had one disaster. Although I guess he, you know, he died halfway through that movie, so it's hard to pin the whole thing, right? Yeah, you got Academy Award um, nomination, you know, nominees, and you know, real popular actor, actors, and actresses, and everything, and you still can't come up with a really decent plot, right. you know, to a um, to a Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man's supposed to be your most popular um, comic book character, but is getting outran by Captain America and Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> All these other characters, and but sad, you know, like I said, the sad own. thing is that half half of the Avengers money was uh, probably more than what they would take on a Spider-Man solo movie anyway. So, you know, they're they're better off with half of that more MCU money. Hey, well, he's coming home. <laughs> 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 thank, thank God, um, you did make Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man Two, or else Spider-Man Homecoming would not. It's be true, and there wouldn't have been any so, Spider-Man in Civil War. And we'd still be oh, waiting man. for them to fix that. And that's something that, oh. you know, uh, it's, it was needed to be fixed. It's a problem, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Well, I guess enough about Spider-Man because we're not even on the S's nope. yet. Nope. Right? But I will say this. We do appreciate it. Thanks so much, Iceman. Uh, yes, we do. And, yes, uh, we do. Thank Nerd you, Cyclopedia, thank you, thank you. Nerd uh, Vent Time, which is I guess what we'll call this because nerds are never happy. Uh Never, Scott, there, never. It's brought to you today. Never satisfied. It's brought to you today by Nebergall Ice. Nebergall Ice, a proud sponsor of Global Warming since 1892.
Oh man, hey, gotta get it in. Gotta pay the um, gotta pay the piper. Pay the um. Somebody, piper, somebody's so, gotta pay, pay the bills. <laughs> Someone's got it. All right, so we're getting into letter, letter L. L, and before before we get into like the letter um, you know the letters um, L, uh. We got Luke Cage coming out this week. Oh, yeah. I'm recording this um, September 29th. I believe it's coming out midnight, 12.01, you know, Friday. So I'm kind of looking forward to that, seeing as how, you know, it's the first time. um, Well, I don't know about the first time, but you got the first uh, Marvel African-American superhero Mm -hmm. on the small screen. So eh, it's going to be really interesting to see how they do this. Yeah, it looks good. good. It's been getting good reviews. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm kind of excited to see how this goes. I think, uh, although I I think you're discounting Handyman from In Living Color again. So you can't can't discount Handyman. Hashtag hate. (laughs) So I'm not going to lecture you about the history of black superheroes. That's just not something I'm willing to do right now. Uh, I'll let you have that one. Okay. But I will tell you that uh, I am super psyched for Luke Cage. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, I think it looks right. really good. Looks like it's going to be one of those sort of, uh, you know, kind of correctly gritty, realistic superhero style uh, shows like uh, Daredevil and uh, Jessica Jones. Yep. So uh, looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in the same vein as those other um, shows, and it's in the street level of the Marvel Universe, you know, what Netflix is conceived on the small screen. Mm. So they're actually two for two right, right now um, with those shows. Right. So uh, I think they're about to hit another home Good. run. I think that you're probably right. And I'm looking forward to, uh, looking forward to uh, you know, checking that out pretty soon. And I'll give you the L, too, on that. So I'll let you have the okay. L uh, as far as that goes, too. Yeah, I just I just thought <laughs> I was like, we're already talking about L, so might as well mention I mean, Luke, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. You know, Luke Skywalker as well. Throw him in there. Sure. Oh yeah, there you go, Luke Skywalker. We'll show Luke Skywalker in there, and we'll throw Luke Skywalker's clone, Luke Skywalker. Because for some reason, when they wrote the Star Wars novels, they made all the clones just had an extra vowel. So so there was Luke uh-huh. and Luke, which is just, just L U U K E. L-U-U-K. And you wonder how many generations they did. Like there could have been a Luke. <laughs> remember that um cartoon Lucky Luke? Was it called Lucky uh, Luke? I don't remember that cartoon. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna. You don't remember that cartoon? I'm not I'm gonna lie. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Yeah, that's, that's that's it's it's older. I think it was um. Let me see. Hold up. Let me look at good old uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> It was created in 1946 by cartoonist Morris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty old, but, yeah, they actually made a TV show out of that. Anyway. Um, all right, so what we got? What else we got? Uh, with L's. So we'll start out. So let's do comic stuff then because, you okay. know, I mean, that's, that's a good place to start as any. Um, okay. So the first one, we, we'll, try to, we'll try to go from small to big, right? Try to do that. Okay. So – um, there is uh, Laura L, which is uh, Superman's mom, who's okay. usually featured in most of those movies, but not for a particularly long amount of time for some reason. It feels like there's just not enough plot, and I've given birth and exploding, right? There's just not enough time for character development, but she's she's there, yeah, and she's responsible for... Cries uh, out to, to, to Jor-El for a second, and all of a sudden, you know, we're done. That's, right? how, that's how the Kryptonians do, man. So and then, of course, uh, Lizard, which is the uh, villain from Amazing Spider-Man yes. 1, right? Uh, <laughs> which, yeah. Which, and yeah. I'll, I'll say this, Iceman, was good enough to get get there to be an Amazing Spider-Man 2. So <laughs> I'll point that out. So, yes, uh, I think uh, Thomas Hay- Who played him? Who was that? Was it? Uh, ah, it doesn't matter. It was a CGI lizard. He was fighting a lizard, right? I don't, it doesn't matter. Right, right, right. What is his name? Rise Ethan's? Crazy Fonz. Crazy Fonz, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor, actor too, you know, but um, he ended up playing. <laughs> 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 All right, now we need to make a... I need you to make uh, faces like you're a lizard. Yeah, we're going to put a computer on it. Uh, we're going to make it look real good. <laughs> 
We'll put dots all over. Yeah, he's like, he's like, well, what if I, what if I try this? He's like, listen, that's great, uh, but to be honest, we're not gonna be able to see it because of all the lizard. <laughs> and make sure you yeah, swing just, your butt. Just, uh, but then you got a tail, and uh, also that you're a lizard. <laughs> we need you to emote. <laughs> but use uh, lizard emotions, so just anger and uh, hunger. You only get those two. <laughs> no, you don't no. get no other emotions. <laughs> No, 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 we don't. Don't stick your tongue out. We'll get the CGI. <laughs> Telling you right now, this whole thing gonna look like the most lizardy guy in the world. <laughs> Is that yeah. how? Uh, what's his name? Five Hundred Days of Summer. Matt. Um, whoever directed that first, you know, Spider-Man movie. Sorry. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> hey, you know what's gonna happen here? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, there's people that pay thousands of dollars in plastic surgery to look like this lizard. You're going to look like him right now. All you got to do is act with them uh, dots on your face. Mark Webb, he uh, this, so I, can't, I, I don't want the hashtags to come in too, too hard. Late. Me, you know? It's too late. I know. Iceman Ice is cold. He's coming after us, man. <laughs> the Iceman is coming. <laughs> but Dr. Connors, the lizard, in a lot of the classic storylines, is the guy who's trying to figure out yes. What the heck happened to Peter Parker's DNA when he was bit by a mm-hmm. magic spider? And I'll tell you, I know it's radioactive or genetic. It's just mm-hmm. magic. That's all we have to say. I don't think you have to qualify it any further than that, to be honest. Now, was that more or less a storyline from the movies or from the comic books? Was he always trying to find out what happened? Did he even know um, um, Spider-Man's secret identity in the I... comics? I don't know if he knew about the identity of the comics or if Peter Parker was just bringing him sur- like sur- samples of a surrogate. I remember okay. from the cartoon, okay. which I know they adapted it's all storylines from the cartoon from the comics. So that should tell you. I mean, I'm not as big of a Spider-Man guy as you were Iceman, to be honest. Uh, but I know he w- okay. when Spider-Man had that weird mutation where he had all the all the arms, and it was Connors was right. trying to help him Connors, out with that. Okay. I think he had a little bit something to do with Venom, too, right before... Um, Right before, well, actually, he did. It was a storyline in the um, in the two hundred issues of Spy, you know, the mid two hundred black suit Spideys. Yeah, the black yeah. suit Spidey, where he had to actually get that um, the the symbiote off mm-hmm. of him, and um, Doctor Connors had figured out it was like a. Well, you know what? I'm lying. <laughs> Because that was Reed Richards. <laughs> That's Reed Richards. So before y'all hashtag me, you know, it was Reed Richards that figured out that it was a symbiote. It was a um, actually a living symbiote. Oh, man. Um, and they had changed it in the movies to Kurt Connors that figured it out. So. <laughs> oh, man. I was just going to ask you, you know? like, when in the comics that uh, was, was that before or after Peter Parker went jazz dancing? And I was like, <laughs> which, by the way, now there's Woo! a movie that wasn't good enough to get a Spider-Man 4, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how right. bad that movie oh, was. <laughs> they, you know, they can only go so far with Spider-Man, I, I guess, I, you know, before they start messing up. But let's hope Marvel Studios doesn't. Yeah, well, uh, let's <laughs> make him uh, show he's evil by giving him a haircut. Uh, he's wearing a black, uh, black uh, shirt. That's it. He's an he's evil guy now. <laughs> That'll show you how he dies evil. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Uh, the villain of the Avengers movie and several other movies, Loki. Okay. Oh man, classic yes. character, classic. And, you know, not only in mm-hmm. the Marvel um, universe, but just outside um, in the regular, myth- you know, Greek mythology. Well, I mean, too, Norse you know? mythology. Norse mythology. Norse mythology. Absolutely correct there, Scott. <laughs> so yeah, you know. Um pretty nifty stuff. Yeah, Loki, he's a um he's a really good character. Yeah, Loki is the um it's like kind of the um he is the uh stepbrother, stepbrother of, of Thor, Thor in, in the comics, right? He's also the Lord of Trickery. Yeah. And trickeration. Yep. He's got a lot of superpowers mm-hmm. that involve uh mirror images of himself, which in the movies Thor mm-hmm. falls for every time because he's He's dumb. <laughs> He's being. And forced. I really like Loki. as played by Thomas Hiddleston. I was uh, my definitely my favorite part of the Thor movies for sure. I really liked him a yeah, lot. In, yeah, uh, yeah, the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually, you know, Marvel gets a bad rap for um having really um suspect villains as far as their characters and um Loki's actually 
the best mm-hmm. one um, besides like Red Skull from the first Captain America, but he actually tops like the villains for like you know all the Marvel. Right. Movies. I mean, anytime, to I, me. anytime you got Hugo weaving in the list of villains, it's going to be a good list, I think. And and Hiddleston's right. good. Um, I I almost prefer him to uh, Thanos. To be honest, I kind of just wish it was, the, it was ah, Loki. Okay. Although I ha- although to be fair, I haven't seen Thanos yet. So. Yeah, I mean nobody really has. I mean he's been <laughs> making little bits of appearances, you know, here and there. Yeah, and don't but don't let that guy get out of his chair. That's the deal. <laughs> yeah, keep him oh, in a chair. Why keep don't you take a seat, chair. Thanos? Thanos is gonna get no Thanos. Just sit down. Please. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but Loki is the god of what trickery? Yeah, he's a god of trickery in Norse mythology. He's always tricking the other gods and laughing and merriment at uh, the things he does to them. So that's that's Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have uh, Charles Xavier's son Legion, who goes Ooh. back in time and tries to kill Magneto. Ends up killing his dad and starting the whole onslaught. And oh no no no, that starts the uh, Age of Apocalypse action. And oh, Legion okay. is going to be right. played by the guy from Downton Abbey on FX. So that'll be really interesting to watch. So that's actually made TV. Yeah, looking forward to yeah, it's going to be a TV show. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think that's coming out sooner. Than yeah, it's later, actually right? coming out pretty soon. I'm not sure exactly when, but yeah, it's going to be on uh, on FX, and we'll see, you know, what his deal is. I guess in the in the comics, he's got like an eraser head hairdo, so you know, <laughs> I always thought that like, that's ah, yeah, really weird looking. Like, like I get you it know? that you've you know you've got kids reading this stuff that aren't really great at reading, and you've got to be able to differentiate the characters. But come on, that hair was that hair. Was <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's really crazy. So yeah, it's supposed to come out. Uh, I guess later this year or no, I'm sorry, early next year. That's when it's supposed to be coming out. So I guess be on the lookout for Legion on hey, FX. That should be. Uh, that should be. <laughs> um, and then uh, we saved this one uh, for the elves. Superman's arch nemesis. Oh man, can't forget Lex. this guy. Luthor. Lex. Lex, Lex Luthor. He's been. <laughs> yeah, Lex. <laughs> My son, he's like, Lex. Yeah. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> Lex, Lex, Lex. Um, yeah, can't forget about Lex. He's um, the classic, you know, archetype of uh, what a villain should mm-hmm. be, you know, to. And the good thing about Lex is, is that he's not like the, um, he doesn't have any superpowers. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't have any type of magical abilities or whatever, but he is Superman's number one arch enemy. How's how how you like that? Yeah, he's just smart. He just he's smart. just smart, <laughs> and 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 rich in some versions. Well, he becomes rich in others. <laughs> so I think the general yeah, idea is that right. he's rich, but in some he's born rich, in others he becomes rich. He started out as kind of like an evil scientist type character, mm-hmm. and he sort of morphed mm-hmm. into the the amorphous. Uh, immoral pursuer of power that he turned into there's a real there's yeah. some real interesting alt versions of Lex Luthor too like the Red Sun uh, one's really cool where okay. he basically is like the President of the United States fighting the communist Superman that's a really cool actually <laughs> they recommend that. yeah that was was that was actually when he was a good guy I mean kind um, of it depends on because Superman like with communist ideology gets really sort of like uh, authoritarian and people that don't okay. like do what he says, he just has a sense of a gulag, basically. Ah, and then he finds okay. like the you know the bottle world of Candor, and and Lex Luthor leads mm-hmm. him a note. It's like, why don't you put us all on a bottle, Superman? And Superman kind of leaves. Like it's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's neat. Hmm, right it's on, it's R S O N. It's if Superman was uh, ended up in a um, in a farm in Ukraine instead of Kansas. It's like, what if it, what if he landed oh, wow. like four minutes later, right? Yeah, that's that sounds. Super yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty nifty. I think the actual motion comics on YouTube. So that is there. Check that. Out. It's really cool. And then you have the um the post crisis version of Super um Lex Luthor. That was when he actually was um deemed as like okay, he has a lot of money. He's a millionaire, billionaire, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, one of my favorite issues going back to the old John Byrne days was when um. He finally figured out Clark's uh, Superman's secret identity, and Lex was so pompous, so incredulous to think that 
he was like, I can't believe a guy as powerful as Superman would um, go around and uh, pretending to be human. Right. You know, with a guy with his powers, he's sort of like a, a, Tr- a Trumpian type of Donald Trumpian type of um, character trait, where he just thought that um, no guy would come, you know, with with that much power would walk around just trying to be right. a human. You know, <laughs> why? <laughs> that that was just, that, but that that really showed like how to um, how Lex Luthor's um, character right. was, you know, as far as his hate for Superman. And he just did not think that you know a guy like him would do that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was in the, the late '80s uh, versions of uh, after the um, the Crisis on Infinite. Earth. Right. You know, uh, he's sort of the classic, uh, and of course played by Gene Hackman, right? Yeah, he played by Gene Hackman. That was in the first two Superman. Um, well, actually, he played as what. Uh, was it all four Superman I think movies? maybe, but... Or uh, three, at least three of them. His grand plot to create beachfront real estate, you know. That's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> beachfront <Right>. real estate. <laughs> um, so he played was played by Gene Hackman back then, and then uh, it was a few more Alexis. One prominent was Michael Rosenbaum in the Smallville TV show. Mm-hmm. And he was a pretty good Luthor. I thought he was a better Luthor than the Superman they got, Tom Welling. But then again, Tom Welling refused to work out. So there you have it. We've covered that. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. we're going to get you to play Superman. All right, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to wear the suit. Hey, that's – come on, man. <laughs> wear the suit. Okay, hey, go, come, come on, on man. man. Why don't you just wear the suit? You're not, you're not going to wear it? Okay, all right, all right, all right. But, yeah, you played a good Luthor. Um Kevin Spacey played Luthor. Oh yeah, the, they did um, make that Superman movie. Didn't Returns they? movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to do his a good uh, his best version of Gene Hackman, I guess. Yeah, I mean that yeah. Luthor was sort of like he was seducing uh, widower widows and stuff, and, you know, all that. I, I don't. Th- I didn't really get that movie. <laughs> it was okay, um, and you know, it brought Superman back, but they didn't continue on. No, that no, they did not. <laughs> they did not continue on that road, and probably for the best. Although I think Spacey makes a good villain when he plays one. Oh yeah, Spacey. I like Kevin Spacey, but I, I, so I'll give him a pass on it because he was. You're right. He was playing the Gene Hackman. I'm wearing a toupee, uh, Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. And of course, Lex Luthor we got this year, which we've yeah, we've been there all over that, I guess, right? Yeah, a little bit. Um, what is his name? Eisenberg, right? Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. So, mm-hmm. so what someone pointed out, like all, all Superman had to do was pick Lex Luthor up and fly him to Batman and be like, hey, can you make him talk? <laughs> and Batman's like, yeah, <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, I can. I have ability. Hey, he wants to. Uh, he wants ways. us to fight and he kidnapped my mom. And Batman's like, I have parent issues. And he's just like. <laughs> Martha. Martha. <laughs> but shows you. Guys, which really shows you nothing except either one, how many chicks were named Martha in 1937, uh, or or just how uh, unimaginative uh, the writers were back then. So, (laughs) imagine like a a a millennial kid, or maybe even worse, you know, some person born in the um, you know, about ten to ten, twelve years Mm -hmm. ago. Martha, who? (laughs) But I guess that's true. Like, if Batman and Superman were like born in 2000 and and both of their moms were named Martha, it actually would be a pretty big deal. (laughs) I'd be like, whoa! (laughs) I thought I was the only one. And then Superman says, a pain I knew all too well. (laughs) All right. All right. What else we got? Um, L's. So, I'm going to go to video games now. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Mario's. We're gonna do a lot of video game stuff next week, by the way, Nianos, just to be clear. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna talk about oh, L Luigi. Okay. Who's not name full name is Luigi Mario. And that's that's oh, legitimate. Okay. That's weird, right? Wait a minute. So if he's named Luigi Mario, what is Mario's Mario. last name? Mario Mario. Okay, all right. That was settled in the Super Mario Super Show. Which starred Captain oh. Lou Albano. 
<laughs> and it with a theme song, let's all do the Mario. That's pretty much what it was like. And kids, listen, kids were stupider back then. We were stupider back then, like 1990. <laughs> we were dumb. I used to like Super Mario show. Super Show. It's Friday, so we're showing the, the Link cartoon. Hey. Yeah, I can't wait to see the Link cartoon. <laughs> hey, excuse me, Princer. <laughs> Another yeah, L, Link. Link. From the Legend yes. of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda. So Link is the uh, the hero of legend or the hero of time, depending on what Zelda you play. Uh, but Luigi's uh, physics are a little different than Mario's. This is a differentiation started in the Japanese version of Mario 2, um, which huh. allows him to uh, jump higher. And he's a little bit slower, and he also has a little bit less precision stopping and stuff. Those are the differences. Yeah, those oh, are the really? differences. And those carried on over to U.S. Super Mario 2. They, they, and then they dropped it for Super Mario World and Super Mario uh, uh, 3. But the initial physics differentials that you saw in Mario 2 were actually Japanese Mario 2, which we called Lost Levels. Oh, okay. So really nifty. Uh, they decided to change that up there. Pretty awesome. Um, the uh, the world record uh, for the Ouija uh, SM Super Mario Brothers 2 right now is held, I believe, by Darbian. Uh, which is Twitch, oh, Twitch wow. uh, slash Darby. I just watched him almost okay. set a world record last night. Pretty awesome channel. So follow that if you want. Um, just to bring that up real quick. And that's all I got uh, as far as Luigi. Luigi's green. Mario's red. Luigi is the favorite character of pretty much every younger brother. Uh, because everyone, <laughs> every older brother, I'll tell you. All, all, always yeah, as, a, as an older brother, we, we, we were player one. And part of the reason, uh, which is <laughs> something that maybe is lost in the translation, is that you could only uh, you could only pause on uh, uh, you could only pause on the first controller on Super Mario. So uh, that's something I, every older brother ever has paused on a younger brother on uh, Mario when he's trying to do something. They're like, "No, quit it!" <laughs> and like I said, as an older brother, I think that's funny. I shouldn't. I'm playing, with, I um, playing as Mario went out um, against my brother. Mm-hmm. He always had to be nice. <laughs> and then the player once pausing it, you're Luigi. jumping. No, stop it! <laughs> if I'm coming in the room and you're Mario, you better get off this. Because <laughs> I am not being Luigi. I am older and 40 pounds heavier, and I don't care. Right? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter if Luigi's taller <laughs> and, and thinner. And and a better jumper and you know what just why not you play more. <laughs> All right, so um, what else we got, well, else, buddy? We can move on to um, we can do TV or we can do literature, whichever you'd prefer. Okay. Which is an L. All right, well let's try okay. literature. So the first yeah. one is Leviathan. Oh, Leviathan okay. is a concept. Uh, it's a book by John Hobbes, a philosopher who had a negative view on the general state of man. And he said that law is a uh, protection against the brutish and short life of the savage, mm-hmm. which is an interesting viewpoint. Oh, it's wow. sort of a perversion, if you will, of the social contract theory of John Locke, who says that, hey, everything was great before we uh, had governments and, and power and stuff. Hmm. But Hobbes okay. took the opposite viewpoint because yeah. he had a negative view of the nature of humanity. All right. That's all. Nobody cares. So I'm going to stop with the Hobbes. Well, I know um, John Locke was also uh, a character in Lost. Yep. All right. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Locke, the moral philosopher, who a lot of the underpinnings of the American Revolution were Lockean thought. So, of mm-hmm. course, there's that. And then the Lady of the Lake, who is uh, apparently a bad system of government, uh, is a government that is founded on a uh, some watery tart distributing scimitars. Is a great line from Monty Python, the Holy Grail, which I, I like Monty Python a lot. All right. I'm sure there's more, but you know. The, the Lady, Lady of, of the Lake. lake. Arthurian legend. Then there's Lancelot, of course. And let's let's recount this, because we were talking about this off mic, about how they're going to have that Arthurian, uh, that, that King Arthur show. 
Is it a show? I don't know, man, but it's like... Here's my pitch for it, because Lancelot would be the main character, right? So Lancelot's the main character, and he's just a cop named, like, Lance is his last name, right? And he starts Mm -hmm. off, and he's, like, you know, talking to his girl, and they're getting breakfast and stuff, and he's got to go in, and then the mayor calls him in, right? And the mayor is, you know, basically King Arthur. And the mayor needs Lancelot to keep order for him, because, you know, there's a bunch of crazy stuff happening. And then, you know, Lancelot's this cop who's, you know, not really a pure-hearted cop. He's sort of, uh, you know, he's doing things for his own advantage. And, like, you know, you can see him taking, like, free food from people. They offer it to him. You know, he's not holding people up and stuff. He's not running a protection racket right. or anything like that. But, he, you know, a couple times maybe you see him turn a blind eye to some uh, questionable activity. That maybe he's, like, you know, has no moral problem with gambling or something like that. You see him turn a blind right. eye for a little bit of profit. And then uh, the last scene, you know, he's invited over to the mayor's house for dinner, and the mayor's there, and the girl from the beginning of the show is the mayor's wife. Ooh, mm. wow, twist. That's how, that's how you write a pilot, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Twist. twist it. That's how you keep them hooked. They're just like, what? <laughs> oh, I've got to see where this is going. <laughs> yeah, where's the next ooh, episode, ooh. you know? <laughs> then ABC canceled it three episodes later. <laughs> ABC's already canceled that show, by the way. They can- They've already oh, canceled my version. Uh, Damn it, ABC. <laughs> Why? Why do you always get the good shows and then do nothing with them? I mean, we could get oh, mad at NBC, man. but, you know, NBC's always canceled stuff I like. It's like Parks and Recreation. Not promoting yeah, it properly. I mean, they, 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 yeah, they canceled a comedy. That's the show, best sitcom so. of, the, of this uh, this decade. Of the, of the zero zeros? I'm sorry, of the zero ones? Yes. Okay. The tens. Right. The teens. Right. Yeah, Parks and Rec was, was, let me see, Curb came out in the 2000s, right? I Curb think that, see, I think that was in the 90s. I think it was like 99 or something. Was I was in I was in high Ooh. school and they had, season four was out. I was like in high school. It's old, dude. Oh, man, Curb been mm-hmm. that long? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me look that yeah, up. Yeah, it's pretty. 2000. It mm-hmm. came out in two, October 15, 2000. Wow. Yeah, sophomore okay. year for me. Wait, no. Junior year. Sorry. Not that it matters. Oh. Not that I'm bragging. But, you know. Class of 2002, yeah, it's, baby. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> me and Zucker. Me and Zucker. Yeah, but... The media titans from that yeah, we could We can get to Parks and Rec right in the P's and stuff, but... Oh, Parks and Rex was really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess speaking of L, you got Larry. Oh David. yeah. Well. Or the character yeah, Larry. Kirby and Larry. <laughs> I love the the episode where he fights Michael J. Fox, and he's doodling on the <laughs> the economist. He's putting the Hitler mustache on the no. economist, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I just do it when I'm bored. I I draw Hitler." So he's like, "That's my father." <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, he he was hilarious <laughs> in that show. Um, they're actually bringing that season uh, another. Oh, season I can't back. wait! I love the, I love Curb. Yes, I think it's supposed to come out like something. You know, like I've that. been lazy about. I'm gonna rewatch all of Curb because that's a good show. That's mm-hmm. some weird. Yeah. Yep. R- randomness. At first, it was weird because that type of comedy didn't really exist before. Well, as far as I know, before like um you know 2000. So when I was used to watch it, I'm like, what the hell is this? I mean, is it not? It's not really funny. But, but once you got really into it, because he's from the same um, vein as like right, Seinfeld, right? You know, in fact, he was a co-creator mm-hmm. of Seinfeld. Um, he was the George Costanza in that season when they make the uh, yeah. when they make yeah. Seinfeld. He was Costanza. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> was that the bizarre? No, episode? that's the no. He was like like the way Costanza was acting. He's like, it's about it's about oh, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Like that was how Larry yeah. Dave was acting. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a very weird show to me in the beginning. Then once you really got into like, once you really got the idea of what mm. they were doing, it it would just you just got the comedy. I mean, it was. Funny. There's that episode, and I think it might be season five where where Marty Funkhauser's mom dies. She gets hit by a car, which is that sounds like terrible. Uh-huh. But but there's like this roadside memorial, and Larry goes and takes flowers from it to give to his wife because he doesn't feel like going to the mm-hmm. florist and sitting in line. <laughs> So he just goes and takes them, and then uh, and then Marty comes over and he's like, "Somebody, it's Marty Super Dave Osborne for anyone that doesn't know." So uh-huh. Marty comes over and he's like, "Somebody took flowers from my mother's memorial," 
And he's like, and he starts sniffing. He's like, I smell him. I smell him. Oh, I remember him. that one. That was right. <laughs> and he's like, you, my best friend did this to me. And then Larry just goes, we're not that close. <laughs> Which... <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he would take one little thing at the beginning of the episode and turn it into a big thing at the end of but the episode. Then, I mean, it, it, but he, that was. But he goes classic. to the memorial and then he's like trying to buy this one perfume for his wife, and they could he couldn't get the last uh, bottle, and there's a bottle of it sitting on the memorial table, and he takes it and <laughs> it's just like no, no. I'm just I'm just was like screaming, you know, no, you can't do that. Oh, like at my man. TV, like I had to stop watching. You know, it was so uh, awkward. Yeah, one of my favorite episodes was the crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, that 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 was the the one that hooked crazy me. Crazy eyes killed. You know, crazy crazy eyes. He came on the episode <laughs> and uh, was just 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 confusing Larry, but Larry had to go with it. You know, he was going to like the parties and everything, and crazy eyes would just come up to him to just say the craziest, <laughs> stuff. and then at the end, because I'm crazy eyes. <laughs> Yeah, he, that was that was pretty good, but um, but yeah, that's Larry David. Hooray! He's got a billion dollars. Good for him. Yeah, that, that he does. Good. good for him. All right. Anything else we got? In TV. Oh, let's yeah, TV. Let's go. We got. Um, All right, you've been wanting to talk about this for well, a while. We, already t- we talked about Legion. Right. We already talked about Legion, and that's coming up. L- you, want, you wanted to talk so about this. We could get into like, oh yeah, 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 teeing it up. Here we go. Ready? Here? <laughs> Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Cannot forget about the infamous no, Looney Tunes. Uh, 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 I just don't know why you keep talking about Looney Tunes. Like this guy, I'm just like, come on. Like we can talk about adult things. And he's like, yeah. Can can we get the L's? Can we get? Like, Listen, the I just want to talk about how to... much I like Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny, and he just re- Sam really just wants to talk about Space Jam. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he wants to talk about. He's so excited about Space Jam too. The other day with my son, I, I was actually watching that the other day with my son. <laughs> Space, Space Jam. Jam. I'm like, oh my god, really? Uh, this is how animation was mixed with um, like, you know, live characters. That's a Woo! movie with Scott Bill Murray. Really? Is that Bill Murray? Hey, it was yeah. That was mm, one of Michael Jordan. That was Michael Jordan's only. Uh, <laughs> they saw that movie they're like we can make millions of dollars, and they saw that movie and they're like well, it was done. Let's not make another. Yeah, sequel. there is a movie that wasn't good enough to be a Space Jam two, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can oh, tell man. these movies they're big franchises. But we're over in television, so one of my favorite L. TV shows of all time. Well, actually, this is my second. Uh, well, actually, I, I would say it's tied for my favorite TV show of all time, which uh, would be The mm-hmm. Wire. Oh, the Wire is great. We're we're getting into The Wire later. We we are. You know what? I'll promise we're going to talk about McNulty next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm writing that down on my on my list of things to talk about for M. And what's tied with The Wire for me would be Lost. Okay, Lost was a um, TV show that started back in 2004, ran for a good six mm-hmm. seasons, um, and to me, it was one of the most uh, stress well stressing for a TV show. It was probably one of the most stress inducing TV shows of all time for me. Um, it really had you on the edge of your seat as far as trying to figure out the mysteries. It brought up a lot, a lot of questions over its the course of the mm-hmm. series and provided almost few answers. Um, and the answers they did try to provide uh, was really not as satisfactory as for a lot of people. But to me, it was just like the journey. It was, it was like the, the the experience of the journey. You know, you you go through something and you watch something that's so intently. It really started the whole online recap mm-hmm. thing for like episodes. It started like um, um, online fandom right. um, as far as like following TV shows and really communicating with social media to try to figure out what the heck is going on. And, you know, um, the, the writers um, made the chief writer, mainly Dame, Damon Lindelof, mm-hmm. um, put a lot of his experiences or his ideas into like the stories um, had different characters from Jack. Um, Sawyer, um, Kate, 
uh, Hurley. Uh, I mean, these are like classic lost characters. And from the beginning to the end of the series, um, I mean, people took what it took from it what what they wanted. A lot of people liked the first two seasons and then dropped off mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, so um, I guess they were looking for a series and um, it didn't provide to them what they thought it right. was. And it ended up going into like more sci-fi directions. Um when in the first episode, it really told you what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so if you thought it was something else, that was your fault. Kind of like how um, the Game of Thrones is, which is the other series I could probably relate it um, best to as far as the way his, uh, mythology goes and his writing and everything. Um, you expect to see one thing, uh, and it turns out to be a whole different thing. But Lost, um, it was a very good series for its time, you know, Um uh, it was a decade of, you know, just uh, TV shows coming on into their own and um, branching out more than just like the usual tropes. Um, you know, guy gets a girl and, um, you know, even though elements of that was in the series, but it wasn't your cop drama. It wasn't your doctor drama. It wasn't your, um, you know, police drama. It was a show about a group of people who was on an island um, who got lost on the island. And couldn't find there. We're trying to find a way to get back um, to like civilization, and it went through like different aspects of science fiction and you know just just overall mystery. And it, it was to me, it was a really, really heavily um, great, greatly written show um, from its creators, J.J. Um, Abram, Damon Lindelof, and Carlton Cuse, who actually served as the um, one of the showrunners. Um, towards like the middle of the first season he came on and was one of the head showrunners and they went on to um, create other series like The Leftovers and um, Bates Motel and um, J.J. Abrams is a real prominent (laughs) um, film director Star Trek (laughs) Star Trek uh, Mission Impossible you know um, you know he actually did the Alias show even before Lost which was sort of like a he was uh, his production company did Person of Interest, so shout out yes. there. I have yes, a, yes. a friend who wrote yeah. on that show, so I and oh okay um, yeah, yeah yeah also a little movie you might have heard about last December, mm-hmm. Star Wars episodes. I don't know if you heard of that one. <laughs> uh, it's coming. I mean, you know, it may not. Anyway, be there yet, the but, good yeah. thing is we never heard from any of these people. What's good. That's what I think we need. This is a takeaway, right, Sam? None of these people ever did. Is that what you're saying? But I'll be honest, I've been, I've not hey, been not, not, <laughs> not, not really too popular, you know, but, you know, just had, had a little bit of um, success. Not too much, though. But, um, I mean, to sum up Lost, um, and I think I'll get into like a, um, a nerd, I may do it like a nerdendum on it. But as far as my own personal, um, um, feelings on the show it the the character of Jack Shepard really um, spoke to me because it talked about um, from the beginning he was the non-believer he was the doctor of the um, show he was the the one who had no faith you know it was a very running it was a running theme throughout the show about a man of uh, talking about two um, two individuals John Locke and Jack Shepard you know one was a man of faith the other one was a man of mm-hmm. science Jack Shepard was a man of science, so he would always ground himself into, like, you know, reality and things couldn't happen outside of that. If he couldn't see it, he was not going to believe it. Jack uh, John Locke was a man of faith where he always went, um, you know, outside of the box. He always took the leap, you know, to try to find, um, um, you know, things outside of what was what was the, in the realm of belief, I guess. Um, and from the beginning of the show, Jack was just so hardcore in his, he was a stubborn guy too. He was so hardcore in his, his um, ideals and everything that he always come, you know, him and John like used to always butt heads um, on things that were, you know, that were going on the island. So the island started, um, it was some sci-fi type of things going mm-hmm. on the island and Jack would just refuse to believe, yeah. you know, certain things like that would happen. So, long story short, at the end of the show, Jack became the uh, man of faith. 
<laughs> you know, and I just love the way his journey was from the beginning of the show all the way to the end. And it was really an emotional thing at the end of the show when he actually, you know, looked at John Locke or looked upon John Locke and was like, you know, I see what you were saying and, you know, I, I believe in you, you know. Um, John Locke actually oh, died. Spoiler and, alert. You know, and this is the thing. You know, I didn't see it. Like, uh, you know, all I saw was the, the end of it. You, you saw the last, I watched the last season, season so, so I'm enough. just like completely nonplussed. I almost feel like, like it would be like, explaining Lost to someone who's never seen Lost would be a fun series of mini episodes. It's like, wait a second, sci-fi stuff? It's like, yeah, you know, time yeah, travel, it was, it was, the island's was... moving, this guy's pushing stuff around, there's some sort of uh, drain <laughs> plug at the bottom of the island. It's all crazy stuff that's going on here. <laughs> all crazy but to me if to, I, I don't i don't i don't envy anyone who watches lost as a binge type thing because when you were in the week to week element of watching lost you had to wait a week <laughs> a week to try to find out what happened and sometimes they wouldn't even answer questions in the very next episode you wouldn't find out questions or answers to certain questions for two to three episodes down mm -hmm. the line because it was so many characters um, and they were really good for like, you know, flashbacking, you know, doing flashbacks on um, different characters, um, you know, throughout the um, throughout the series. But um, you wouldn't find out answers to questions for like two or three episodes. Mm. So watching it all at one time, I couldn't even imagine how people, you know, now like, you know, it's on Netflix. So it's, it's ready there and available. But it was just such a glorious thing watching it at at the you know live <laughs> you know um watching it day and date and everything which hardly anybody does now for you know tv shows they watch it on their own time but um it was a different time period and it actually brought in a lot of what you see now with like other tv shows like the game of thrones mr robot the way storytelling mm -hmm. is done um and they really owe a lot of it to lost <laughs> So. I uh, I remember the fervor, but you know, Lost came out when I was busy with other stuff, you know, college and and uh, right. I don't know. I guess that's it. And by 2010, I was willing to just you know give up and watch that stuff. <laughs> I th I think you would have liked it <laughs> uh, if, if you weren't busy with you know actually getting an education. Uh, that's not that's not what I meant. <laughs> I didn't have any class at 10 o'clock on uh, Tuesdays or Thursdays. Oh, so you had no, no, no. excuse, and you still avoided it. Like, I have some hole. Woo! Everyone's got a nerd hole. Right? A hole in their nerdness Dang, that's there. Yeah. You know, uh, mm -hmm. mine is lost is in mine. I just don't have a lot on it. You know. Hey, I don't. I don't blame you. It was a. Uh, it was a series of its time. I don't think anybody, like I said, right now. It, the the only series I could compare it with now is Game of Thrones. The way, the fervor yeah. is. The way the um. The actually, in a way, Mr. Robot, um, to a lesser degree, but Game of Thrones is probably the only other series I could, could compare mm. it to with the way his storytelling, um, just pushes people to I can't wait to watch the next episode, I can't wait to you know see what's going on, and it's got so much, um, you know, nuance. And the, the this loss wasn't based on a right. book, <laughs> uh, so it had to actually you know make the stories up as it went along. and um, to me, it did a great job. It wasn't. It didn't do. Um, uh, it, the ending didn't do as well for a lot of other people as, or didn't satisfy, I should say, uh, as many people as they wanted of course it to. It didn't. In they fact, were basically the just like we're gonna tell this other story this year. <laughs> it's kind of like it, but it's yeah. like you know, what if uh, none of this stuff happened on the island? And also, we're also gonna tell the story of the island, and also. Uh, uh, Jack is going to perform some router-style maintenance where he unplugs the island and plugs the island back in. <laughs> that's pretty much... That's pretty much season... Last season... I, if anyone hasn't seen the last season of you know, Lost, that's essentially it. That was my, my viewpoint of it, right? Yeah. Um, Damon Lindolf actually came out and said that he was really sensitive on the way people... Um, the backlash he got from the, the, the ending. You know, how it didn't really answer... A lot of questions that just remain just you know out there. If you're that guy, though, said, just drive away in your Maserati. Like, if you don't like what people are saying, like, who cares? Like, you know? Just, yeah, just leave. But he, he's one of those artists, creators that, you know, he's really sensitive uh, with his stuff, you know? Um, 
I guess that's, you know, that's just how some people are. Uh, he has this show called The Lesson. Also L. You know, that's on HBO. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I heard that's yep. the second Another season L of that. Is that over? over or is that still going on? I thought it was over. Yeah, it's got one they're more doing season one more? left. The first season, yeah, they're doing one more season, and then that's it. Um, he said he can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first season was um, okay. The second season was awesome. So everyone is expecting the third season to be hopefully as good as the second season. You know, for me, I I just like, I don't, I I checked out of that one. That was just kind of like, that was interesting, but it was just such a downer for me. Yeah, that that was the main criticisms of of that first season. It was just too depressing. I mean, the subject was just too like, oh, everybody's sad all the time. Nobody's happy. But it really, if you stuck with it. Um, not to say that you got to go back and watch it or whatever, but if you stuck with that second season, was worth everything that happened in the first season. You know, fine. Um, it's not to say that you should start with the second season, but um, but the first season gives gives the second second season a lot of content. Yeah, I know he's got Doctor Who in it, the first new Doctor Who. But, uh, I never, okay. I, I, I <clears throat> everything. So I. Uh, I probably need to watch it. I, I've heard good things about it, so you know, I really should. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's every everybody has, like you said, their own, um, you know, their own their own stuff there. You know, um, I'm a big fan of Damon Lindelof. Um, ever since Law, so I follow him everywhere he goes as far as whatever he creates. I'm on it, like um, Prometheus. <laughs> oh man, I really um, want to. Uh, interesting. That movie. was a um, it was a it was a it was a Damon Lindelof movie. You know, to say the least. But well, that's in the piece, so we 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 we'll we'll touch on that. It was an interesting piece. movie. <laughs> but that's all I got for loss. And to me, it was the my top, it's cold top favorite show of all time. Second to mm. the bar. Well. So hashtag hate <laughs> Sam for all because I know I'm going to get criticism. And, on this. and feel free to hey, feel free to hashtag on. hate Scott for just being really apathetic about getting into that show. I mean, you know, if you're passionate about loss and you want to say that I should be, I mean, feel free to chime on in. I'm more than happy to. Uh, I'm more than Bring happy to, to read your Bring feedback. Like I said, we read as much of this as it's interesting. We read it when we yeah, get it, so yeah, feel know. free to send us an email or, uh, you know, uh, drop us a line. We, we definitely appreciate the feedback. Review us on iTunes. Oh, hey, there was another thing. Uh, we're out of time, so we got we can't really do any more. There was someone wanted us to talk about mm-hmm. this other movie series, but I just, you know, we're not going to. Kind of out of spite. Yeah, we'll, we'll, um, we'll say that for the next go-around. This, this yeah, season, so right? that's all I have to say about Lord of the Rings when I talk about <laughs> you already mentioned this. So, <laughs> so oh, you put that teaser out there. So wait till all right. I'll give two. you. A, I'm just gonna we'll recap to the, the whole plot. Ready? All right. Woo. So there's this evil dude. He makes a ring somehow. It's got like uh, evil stuff in it. Anyways, so they cut it off him, and then instead of dealing with it, they don't deal with it for some reason. And then uh, the ring uh, gets to this, uh, you know, little dude. And he, uh, you know, carries it to this volcano. That's it. (laughs) Nothing else, nothing else interesting happens. They just walk for 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag hate Scott. (laughs) All right, guys, that is our time. Uh, We want to thank you again for... You know, listen to the Nerdcyclopedia crew here, me and Scott, or Scott it's and a, I. Either way is cool. We really appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Once again, thank you to all of our, uh, anyone who sent us feedback. Thank you to the Iceman. Uh, thank you to Niebergall Ice yes. Corporation, our sole, our sole sponsor. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> do do I, they know I, that? I don't, I don't know if they do. <laughs> but but <laughs> no, one has, no one has given me any threats about that, so... That's the good news. Okay, all right. And all right. Uh, okay. thanks to everyone who's listened, obviously. Thanks to anyone who's rated us on iTunes. Any feedback. And, uh, yep, that's uh, thanks to Crazy Man. Yeah, absolutely. He always comes with the the good stuff. And make sure you go to our Twitter handle at Crazy, uh, oh, crazy Man, at <laughs> Nerdcyclopedia. 
Uh, email us at nerdcyclopediapodcast um, at gmail.com mm-hmm. and um, find us where else? Um, our website, www.nerdcyclopedia.com. There we go. Continue follow the things. continuing adventures of Hate Scott and Hate Sam. <laughs> Two young guys on a, a steel town on a Saturday night looking for the time of their lives. <laughs> Got a ring to it. <laughs> road trip. Take us out, crazy man. Bye.